Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things health, wellness, self-care, and real talk. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, health coach, actor, and badass extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought with some serious real talk to help you find your passion, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome to episode 14 of the pod. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, your host and hopefully new BFF. If you are new to these parts of town, welcome. So stoked that you are here. Oh my gosh, my Canadianness came out so hard. You guys, did you hear that? Stoked. Um, anyways, um, I'm super, super pumped uh, to bring you guys today's episode and also to chat with all of you guys who have been with us on the pod for forever. I love you guys. I am just so, so in love with how many of you guys have been sharing the pod and and telling me all about your takeaways. Like it really, really brings so much freaking joy to my heart to know that these episodes and all of these interviews and everything has been shifting your lives in the way that it has. Um, It just makes me so happy and it's exactly what I wanted um, when I started this podcast. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing with your friends. And for those of you who are new to these parts, welcome. I'm so excited to get to know you guys. And you guys, like this is a real space, a real talk space to navigate all the bullshit. <laughs> um, you know, like I went through a series of quarter life crises before I even turned 25 and I'm continuing to face one right now. And I just felt like women were not talking about the shit that we were going through. It's so easy to show up on social media and just in life with this facade, right? This perfect face of everything is going amazingly. And while there are some incredible things that are going on in my life right now, there are also some hard shit. And it's so important to talk about that stuff. Like I just wanted to create a space where we could do that and give you guys tools to be able to actually apply into your life. And so if you haven't listened to the episode so far, make sure you go back and listen and and implement these tools, you guys. If you're just listening every single week. I mean, that's amazing. I'm so happy. But you guys, you have to take action. You're not going to see shifts in your life unless you take action. And we're going to talk about that today on the pod. And today it's just me, um, which of course you guys know, I love talking to you guys and I have something really on my heart and, um, and something that I've been thinking a lot about lately. And so I wanted to share, but before I do, I'm super, super excited to announce that today's episode is brought to you by the busy babes guide to healthy living. Yes, I said it busy babes guide to healthy living. Uh, you guys, because I know you're all busy and I know you all are trying to live your best fucking life, your fuck yes life and and using your your bodies and as, as vehicles to be able to really, really show up as your energized, confident, badass self. And a huge part of that is how we feed it, how we fuel it. And you guys know nutrition is such a big part of my life. Emotional eating and binge eating is such a big part of my story. And so I've compiled this incredible ebook for you guys. And it has all sorts of my tools, literally everything that I do in my day to day is in this book. And I just wanted to create a really easy, accessible way for you guys to get the goods super quick and dirty into your inbox and be able to start applying them right away. Um, There are journaling prompts to be able to really create the vision for your life and all sorts of visioning tools and exercises that I use every day. 
and also ways to be able to implement that and put those into action. Um, so, so many fun resources. Some of my favorite personal fuck yes pep talks that I say to myself on the daily. So you can say them and be like, this is like Amanda. Um, and then the, the bread and butter, the meat and potatoes of it all is the entire section where I give my favorite recipes, um, especially some desserts. So get pumped because I know you guys have sweet tooth. Um, and and some of my meal prep tools, um, how to be able to meal prep in under 45 minutes for your entire week. Uh, busy babes, tips and tricks for eating. Uh, my grocery list, meal plan printables. I mean, the list goes on. So hop on over. The li- link is also in the show notes, but you can go to www.amandacatherineloyd.com forward slash shop forward slash slash busy babe and snag your copy. All right, you guys, I am just beaming. And before we hop into today's topic on growth mindset and how to really, really shift from where you are to where you want to be, um, I just want to shout out some amazing listener that I just cannot thank you enough for this heartfelt review. It made me so happy to read. And I'm just so grateful that the podcast has made such a a profound impact on your life. So uh, the review is titled So Refreshing, five stars. And it's by Carolina or Carolina. I don't know how you say it. So let me know. Underscore A-M-E-S. So Ames. Um, And she said, I'm so happy that I found Amanda's podcast. She's an absolute natural, and I always feel like I have a friend in the car on my long work commutes. It's so refreshing to listen to an awesome woman that I feel shared so many of my goals in terms of health and wellness, relationships, goals, finances, etc. I've also loved being introduced to other podcasters and love that she's open to all types of topics and guests, even if they have different viewpoints. It's seriously been a lifesaver on on my work trips. Thank you for your labor of love, Amanda. Thank you, lady. I am so, so stoked that your commutes are a little bit brighter. I know I listen to podcasts all the time on my commutes. It is so, so important. And when I was commuting all the time, uh, working like crazy and working seven different jobs where I was going back and forth, I'm sure as hell needed some positivity in my life. So I'm so, so glad that that has given this to you. So, okay, let's dive in. Growth mindset, what a topic and something that a lot of you guys have been asking, like how, how did you get to where you are and, and specifically what are some of the tools that you used? And you guys, I will tell you like my life has not always been this bright. I am not a naturally positive person. Um, I grew up really, really optimistic and almost, I would say, even a little bit naive. I was, you know, the girl in school who was always straight A student and and did everything right and ran all the all of the clubs and you know did the theater thing, did the sports thing. Like I just was the epitome of the perfect child. And <laughs> I I hit this point when I got to college where I no longer felt. Um, like I could put that mask on anymore. I loved all the things I was doing, but I felt like I couldn't be real. <laughs> and um, that when I did have a bad day, I had to hide it or um, or I couldn't really express it the way I wanted to. And that perfectionism and that positivity, um, I, I say positivity, but really what it was was like this need to be perfect, um, really, really slowed me from growing into the woman I was supposed to be. And instead, it propelled me into this really unhealthy 
path that I went on. Um, you know, I've talked a lot about my, my past with, with binge eating, but you know, in college about sophomore year, it really started. I mean, I put on 30 pounds in two years and it was all because of the food I was eating. I went, you know, I went into college and I just went ham on all of the sweets. Like I have such a sweet tooth. And I I went to the gym and I worked on the elliptical, you know, for an hour, two hours, sometimes every day. And I was super active in school because I went to a conservatory program. You know, I went to an acting school. And so we were moving all the time and dancing and I felt awful. I felt so not myself. And I realize now that it was because I didn't even know who that self was. And I had been putting on this, you know, I wanted to be the best and I, I wanted to, to be able to rise up and really be able to, I went to a really, really um, academic high school. And so, so much of it was constantly propelling me to like be the best in all the things and, and have a well-rounded life. And there was no room, it felt like, to, you know, share how I was feeling or to, to break down or, or have, have really shitty days, <laughs> you know, I just always had to hold it together. Or at least I felt that way. I imposed that on myself and moving into college, I was no longer surrounded by the same experience. I was in a really different school, a whole new city. And probably you can probably relate to this. If you went away to school somewhere outside of your own hometown, you know, it was a it was a completely new and different experience. And I lost myself. I lost myself in the process. I lost myself knee deep in eating my feelings, emotional eating up the wazoo. And I lost myself in really toxic relationships um, with with people that were very negative. And unfortunately, while I love the theater community in a lot of ways, there are a lot of um, aspects of it that I don't love. And one of those things is that there just seems to be this negativity that often exists with theater folk. Um, It's very hard. It's a very demanding career path. And um, there's a lot of drama and gossip that lives in there. And I have always, always been very against that kind of thing. But when you're surrounded (laughs) by people who operate in that way, it's really easy to get sucked into it. And I found myself turning into this really negative, bitchy (laughs) version of myself. And before I knew it, I was, you know, gearing myself right up to my quarter life crisis And I was leaving school with a really, really, really shitty attitude. I was constantly pissed off and, 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 and putting that out onto other people, especially people I loved, like my husband at the time he wasn't my husband, but he, he got a lot of the brunt of that God, God love him. And it was just a really tough time for me. I was like, I mean, I would be the, I was the girl who would scream in cars. Like I was the girl who would get so frustrated waiting in lines and don't get me wrong. I don't love to wait. Like I'm kind of an impatient. Like I love to like slow, slow walkers are probably my biggest baby on the planet, but I just really, really struggled. And I wasn't doing anything for myself. That entire time, I was propelling myself into this world that I didn't want to be in, but I was feeling like I had no choice. Like I was thrust into this. And I kept saying to myself things like with my with my health, I kept saying, well, I'm just big boned. I'm meant to be a size 12. Like that's where I'm supposed to be. Or like, you know, I'm just never meant to be a dancer. Um, or my, you know, I had, an, I had a knee injury going into 
into college. And so I always would, t- I always told myself, well, I, I can't do that because I, you know, I'm recovering. Um, and, or if you're thinking like relationship wise, like I was staying friends with these, these individuals who were really, really soul sucking, who were bringing a lot of toxic, negative energy into my life. And I would say to myself things like, well, you know, I, I, I can't make other friends or, you know, that, you know, they're just, that's just who they are. Like, it's fine. You know, I don't, you know, or, or I'm, I'm too nice. I can't, you know, I can't let them go. It would be, it would be really hard for them. And I realized (laughs) that I was slowly allowing myself to turn into a version of me that I hated. And instead of propelling myself forward and imposing a growth mindset and, and focusing on how I could constantly be shifting my life into the direction that I wanted, I allowed myself to experience my life as a, as a passenger. I was not riding the car. I was sitting in the passenger seat, allowing it to go by, watching my life go by and not doing anything. And slowly I took on jobs and found myself having my quarter life crisis, right? (laughs) That I've talked about in episode one where I just lost it. I had been working my tail to the freaking bone and working seven part-time jobs just to, to, just to scrape by. I wasn't doing shit that I loved. I mean, I was acting and doing, and doing things that I really loved in a creative way in the evenings. But during the day I was working fucking terrible jobs. Like I was a Segway tour guide in the winter, you guys in Chicago, fucking not fun. I once did a tour in, in a snowstorm. Yep. Not fun. Um, and like I worked at call centers. I was a nanny. I mean, wiping poops off of other people's babies. Don't get me wrong. I love babies, but like, that's just not how I wanted to spend my life. And I know you can relate. I know you have gone through something or maybe you're going through that right now. Maybe you're sitting, you know, at your desk that you hate, or maybe you are going to, to, to work right now on your commute and you're, and you're experiencing the, oh my God, am I really about to walk into the office mentality? Or, oh my God, am I really about to go do this? Or maybe you're feeling like really, really frustrated about where you're at with your health, or maybe you're just not able to lose the weight and feel really strong. Or maybe you don't have those people in your life who lift you up and rise you to be better but what are you doing about it, right? Are we just staying stagnant and we letting ourselves being passengers in our own life? And I hit it hit me at my quarter life crisis that I was doing that and that if I didn't make a change soon and an intentional change, that I was going to be miserable for the rest of my life, that I was slowly, I felt like I was slowly dying. And I know that's a really big thing to say, But I truly felt that way. And I have spoken to so many of you guys and so many of my clients who come to me and go, I just can't, like, I feel like I'm slowly dying. I feel like I've lost myself. And so I want you to gut check yourself right now. And I want you to be honest. And I want you to say, if I were to continue on this path that I'm on right now, doing the things I do every day, surrounding myself with the people I do every day, acting the way that I do in my life, Would I, in five years, be happy? In 10 years, will I be happy? And if your answer is no, then girlfriend, it is time to make a change. And this is tough love, Amanda, coming at you because I needed this. I needed this tough love because until I hit rock bottom, I didn't get it. And my goal is that 
if you haven't hit rock bottom yet, that you can slowly start to lift yourself out of it and prevent the, 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 the deluge that is to come. And if you are there, that this gives you the light to know that it is possible to get to the other side, that that woman, that version of yourself that you see so clearly in your mind, that bright, energetic, positive, grounded, open-hearted woman is just around the corner, but you have to shift your shit. (laughs) Quote of the day, right? Shift your shit, but it's real. It's real. And if you keep going on the path you're on, nothing is going to change. And there's this quote that I read that really sums it all up. And it's super fucking simple. And if you want to write this down or or put it on a post-it note so you can have it at your office as inspiration, I just did that myself. And it is, things do not change, we change. Life around you is not going to change. The person you're married to is not going to change. Your friends are not going to change. Your job is not going to change. Your financial situation is not going to change unless you change. What? Yeah, unless you change, right? I just like, I feel like mic drop needs to happen. Like hearing that, I'm like, whoo, shivers down my spine. And so today I want to talk to you about how you can make that change because me telling you that you need to change is not helpful if I don't give you the tools. And y'all know that, why do I keep saying y'all as if I'm from the South? Whatever, I'm going with it. Um, But you guys know that I'm all about, I'm all about giving you guys actionable tools that you can really implement into your life. So these are some of the things that I have done, and this specific order is really important. Um, And there are three things that if you want to experience growth right now, if you want to make a change in your life, you need to do these three things. And this will get you started on the path to shifting your perspective, to changing your mindset, and to really altering your life. Because if I didn't do this, if I hadn't started two and a half years ago on this path, I would not be where I am right now. And I'm really fucking happy (laughs) with my life. Like, yes, I'm going through some hard stuff and I'm dealing with some things that are challenging, but I am a happy person. I am showing up in my relationships in ways I never thought I could. I'm a happy wife and (laughs) I feel so positive in that right now. I am so, so, so happy with the way that my health and wellness is and going. And I just never imagined that I would be here. And from a financial and job perspective, I have found my freaking purpose. And I'm not saying this to say like, (laughs) you suck, you're not here yet. I'm saying this because I was where you are. I was in a shitty ass place where I didn't think it could get better and I'm here now. And if that's not fucking living proof that this shit works, I don't know what is. So how to experience growth, all right? Three steps. Number one, you have to identify your area of growth, right? So what does that mean? You need to get clear on where it is you actually need to change, right? So I want you to think about all of the areas of your life, okay? So I'm going to block these out as the way that I view it and feel free to add your own. But generally speaking, there are areas such as finances, relationships, your home um, or surroundings, work, hobbies or fun, um, spirituality and health, right? These are our big pillars, our cornerstones of the areas of our life that we pour things into, right? We probably spend every single day with a part of these in some way. 
And so I want you to think about the areas of those life. If you want to make a pie chart, feel free. If you want to just like write them all out, finances, relationships, home, work, hobbies, spirituality, and health. If you want to just write those out and you can rate them on a scale of one to 10. So one is not great. <laughs> one is not great at all. And 10 is thriving. 10 is like, oh, it feels so freaking good. And I want you to look at those numbers and I want you to then say, okay, pick the area or circle the, the three areas that are the lowest, right? That have the lowest numbers. And I want you to pick one of those areas to focus on. Okay. Because here's the thing. <laughs> When, when I started this and I did this, most of my areas were low, (laughs) like not many of them were high. Um, and I remember looking at that list and being like, Oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do? And it can be very overwhelming when you're first going into it and going, well, fuck, like what I can't, I can't focus on Like, how am I supposed to do all of this at once? And the answer is you're not. You're supposed to focus on one thing. And the key to why that is so important is because when you put your attention on one thing, the amount of growth that will come from that in that area will be exponentially larger than if you're dabbling in multiple. So I want you to pick one of those things, okay? And I want you to make that your area of growth for a month, okay? Because guess what? You still have the rest of your life. It's not like we're leaving the rest of the areas. But right now, I want you to pick that one thing to really, really fucking focus on, okay? So let's say that health was the thing that you chose, cool? So number so number one is identify your area of growth. So you've let's say hypothetically you have chosen health, okay? So number two, you need to condition yourself for success every single day. What does that mean, right? So this is kind of the more abstract one. Um, But here's the thing. When you show up every day, you are literally telling your brain that this is important, that we put focus on this, and the growth comes from that. So when you commit to reinforcing a habit every single day. So let's say Jenny is focusing on her health and she knows that in order to focus on her health, she is going to commit to getting a workout in every single day for 30 minutes, moving her body every single day for 30 minutes in ways that light her up. Okay. And so she is committing for the 30 30 day period, the month period, she is committing to that every single day. And so by showing up, right? If you show up one day and then the next day you're like, well, fuck it. I don't need this anymore. You're literally telling your brain that it is not important. Your brain is really fucking smart and it's your, one of your biggest organs in your body and it looks for consistency. And there are so many studies that show that when you focus on something over and over again, your brain literally turns it into a habit. I mean, you've all heard that a habit is formed in 21 days. I actually think it's formed more in 30 based on the studies that I've read. So really commit to a month and say to yourself, I am going to put this into my calendar. I'm going to set myself up, like whether it's a Google calendar or a personal calendar or a iCalendar, whatever the hell calendar you have, and put it in as an appointment, as something you can't miss, like your freaking pap at your, you know, um, or your dentist appointment or whatever the fuck, right? And say like, this is my me time. This 30 minutes is my time to focus on my growth in this area for this month. And you're going to show the hell up. 
and you're going to, you're going to show up. Um, and you can, and if you need the accountability, find, find an accountability buddy to do it with or, or, or talk to me and and I'll be your accountability guru. Um, that's my shit. I love doing that. But, but you guys, like when it comes down to it, when you really, really commit to showing up every day and saying, Hey, okay, Jenny, I'm up. I'm putting my laces on my shoes and I am committing to getting this workout in. Then you are telling your brain, I'm committing a habit. And before you know it, 30 days later, you're going to be probably leaner and more toned and happier because hello, endorphins. And you're also going to have told yourself that you can do it because confidence confidence is a big part of consistency. They go hand in hand. And the only way that you can truly build confidence, it's not a false thing, right? It's not something you can just like magically make a thing. The way that you tell yourself that you can be confident, right? And show up with true confidence, not false confidence is when you prove to yourself that you are, you do the shit that you say that you're going to do. That's how you build confidence. And your brain is looking for that. Your brain is like, oh, is she going to show up today? Is she going to do it? And you tell yourself, you guys, it does not take me at any time for me to show up now for my workouts. Whereas at first I was a struggle bus central. I was like, I am not getting out of bed. I am not doing this workout. Like I do not want to. I had every excuse in the book. But when I made a commitment and I said, okay, I'm doing this program. I'm going to commit to 30 minutes every day. I can do that. I can do that. And I did. And it got easier and I got stronger and my goals started to actually start happening and I got happier in the process, right? Because your joy is a reflection of where you are moving. And when we are not growing, right, growth and joy are so linked. And when we are not growing, we are dying. Tony Robbins always says that when we are not growing, we are dying. So find the joy and keep growing. So that's number two. So number one, we have identify your area of growth. Number two, condition yourself for success. And then number three, and this is my personal favorite because I'm an emotional human <laughs> and a total sap and cry at all the movies. Yes, don't judge me. You probably do too, okay? Because I know you. Um, and the third one is something that I preach to my clients. I preach to my, my coaches. I preach to everyone in my life. And that is find your why. And what do I mean by this? You can show up every single day. Jenny can show up every single day and she can get her workouts in. But if she is not connected to why she is doing that, beyond the fact that Amanda told her to do it and she needs to fix her growth mindset, right? If she's not connected to why she's doing it in her own personal life, why it is important to her, why it has meaning to her, then she is not going to experience it in full. And she is not going to really be able to show up, okay? So if you don't have an emotional connection to why you are doing what you are doing, it will not change. And the way that you figure this out is to really ask yourself, okay, why are these areas low, right? So if you're looking at your health and you're saying, okay, this is a four and I'm really tired. Like this is when I first started my journey, I was, I, it was, I'm really tired of feeling not at home in my body. I'm really tired of feeling completely defeated of not being able to keep up with my husband. Um, when we're like going to the park and throwing a Frisbee of not being able to go up the flight of stairs without like being out of breath. Like, like I am tired of feeling low energy at three o'clock and going to bed early every single night because I physically can't keep my eyes open. I am tired of being 
completely and utterly like <laughs> like at- attached to food, like that it's completely out of my control. I that was my why when I went in. And right now, my why that I show up for my health is because I want to end this year <laughs> as healthy and fit as I possibly can so that certain things that I'm going to be doing later on this year and, and early in 2019, which I will be telling you guys about very soon on the pod, I will be ready for and I will be able to put, set myself up for the best possible experience um, for something really, really challenging and something that I know is going to be really tough for me. That's my why. And I have whys for all, all sorts of things, all of these buckets, and you need to find that for yourself. So I want you to, when you're thinking about your why, I want you to say, okay, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to focus on my health, right? Or whatever it is. And then keep asking yourself, okay, but why, right? And but why? And get to the heart of it. Get to the meat of it. Because until we ask those questions, until we go, okay, no, like Amanda, you have to get clear on this, right? Until we say to ourselves, like, I am going to find the root of this. That is how, and it can be fucking superficial. It can be because you want to look damn good, like in a bikini or, or feel incredible, right? Because it's not about the way we look. It's about the way we feel. But when it comes down to it, like confidence is a thing that we experience based on the way things we do. And when you find your why and get clear on that and you work towards that, you're going to get there. And then all of a sudden you're going to be making new and more profound whys. And that's, that's the beauty of this journey, right? But when you focus on the pleasure, okay, so the pleasure attached to those things, right? Because if you're just doing this because you, t- Amanda told me I have to, that's focusing on pain, right? Or focusing on, God damn it, I can't do another burpee or, oh my God, I, I don't want to do a plank, like whatever it is. <laughs> I'm going back to old Amanda or sometimes current Amanda too. Um, but, you know, like it's so, it's so freaking hard to to show up for things when you're just focusing on the pain, when you're just focusing on the stuff that is not going to be fun. But when you find your why and there's that light at the end of the tunnel, all of a sudden you're focused on your future self, right? You're focusing on the future pleasure you're going to feel when you are able to walk up that flight of stairs and be able to breathe. When you can, when you can catch up and beat your husband walking down or running down the street because of where you're at with your health, right? Where you can be that excited and and jovial and energetic version of yourself and not be constantly exhausted every single day and show up for your life with zest. That is pleasure. And that is what you need to hold on to when shit feels hard. And so that's it, right? Growth mindset. It's really simple. You guys, the equation, if you want to get nerdy, is hella simple. Literally identify your area of growth, commit to reinforcing it every day and find your why. It's not, it's not a hard thing, but it does take commitment and it takes consistency. And this is my formula. You guys, this is what I have used in all areas of my life for the past two and a half years. And it started with my health and it morphed into, into my, my self-care. It morphed into my, my finances. It morphed into my purpose with my job. It morphed into my relationships with my husband. It morphed into decluttering my home. I mean, so much has changed. And it's because 
I allowed it to. It's because I showed up every single day and said, okay, Amanda, what can you do now? How can you continue to grow? Okay, this is something you're struggling with. Instead of letting it say, instead of letting it phase me and go, well, I guess I'm just not going to be good at this or well, I guess I'm just going to stop trying. I said, okay, that's interesting. I got curious about it. And then I said, what can I do to change this? Do I need to take a course? Um, do I need to shift my, my mindset around, around finances? Do I need to get a coach, right? All of these things, um, that did not happen by accident. I am not here by accident. I am here so on purpose. And it's because I've been building this growth mindset. And so I want to really empower you to put these into action to really show up for yourself and to have a growth mindset moving forward in your own life because that freaking hamster wheel that you are spinning is not worth it. (laughs) You are so much more powerful and capable and strong and alive than that. And I know it. I know it. Even if you don't know it, I know it. I see you and I see me in you. And I just want to, I want you to rise up. I want you to commit and saying, F this, I'm tired of feeling like blah, like blah, like the worst in this area and commit to making a change. And there you have it. Uh, thank you so much for for being on this ride with me, you guys, and for listening to my heart. I hope that this episode has touched you. Please let me know if it was something that you took away. I would love to hear all of your takeaways and what area of growth you're working on in our Facebook community. You can find that in the show notes. And as always, uh, if you want to find anything I talked about in today's episode, um, you can go to www.amandacatherineloy.com slash podcast slash 14. And until next week, I will see you guys on the interwebs. I adore you guys so much and let's live a fuck yes life. Okay. 